0: The volume. The NFL season is going strong and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even strong. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code MONACO. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet 5 on the NFL. That's code Monaco, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York call 8 8- 778 Hope and Y, or text Hope and Y 467 in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Terms and responsible gaming resources. All right. Welcome into another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. Fired up to be with you. We are on fire. Nothing else to say about it. 10 and 2 in the last two weekends. And I don't take joy in this, but you go back to Monday night. I'm a San Diego kid. I told you I've seen the movie a million times before. The Chargers are going to let you down. Find a way. Find an old one. A new one. Doesn't matter. Herbie throws it. Game-winning drive to the Cowboys. Lock it up. Lock it in. But we move on. We move forward. Catch a dub Monday night. Thursday night, we set the table. Saints hosting the Jags. I got to be honest, pretty fascinating backstory and line movement here. We got Trevor Lawrence, the prince that was promised. In, out, is he playing? Is he not? We've seen the Saints all the way up to minus three as we speak right now. It is a pick'em game at minus one. Minus 120 on the money line for the Saints. So the Saints are favored by a point No reason on a minus one to take that minus one, especially when you've seen the Saints team play a Titans team all the way down to that number. You've seen them play against the Packers. We've seen the Saints who are not a good cover to this point. Screw us a couple of times. So anytime, in my theory, minus one and a half, minus one, just take the money line, I am feeling phenomenal about backing. Baby, you can drive my C A double R, Derek Carr, and the New Orleans Saints at home, short week at the Superdome. Let's dive in. Let's just talk storyline here as we often do before we get into the keys of the game. This is a Jacks team flying high. Went to London Town, caught a couple of dubs. Again. Ritter on the road. We cashed it. Told you Jags minus three a couple weeks ago. Actually, not an official play, but did have Jags plus five and a half against the Bills in London town. They come back, get a huge break. Richardson out. Minshew magic cooked. Harry Potter's wand ain't working. They absolutely sauce the Colts. Wasn't even competitive. All that to say, we are selling the Jaguars high. Three wins in a row, feeling themselves, coming back. And really, this is a good team on the road as well, which we'll talk out. But this time, this Thursday night, they got to go against an elite Dennis Allen defense. We will break it down. But the Saints, who did, by the way, they caught an L to C.J. Stroud and the Texans. But they did hold this man for the first time under 200 yards. They did intercept Stroud for the first time in his career. They did a couple of things in that game, and that game did go all the way to the end, to the point where the Saints and Carr had a shot last drive to win it. Now, this game is all about defense. You see the over-under on DraftKings, our local volume book. It's at 40, seen it as low as 39. This is going to be one of those short weeks, injuries prevalent on both sides, but this is a Jaguars team You don't know if you're going CJ 77 overall and Madden Beathard or you're going Trevor Lawrence. All that to say, if it's Trevor Lawrence, if it's CJ, you're getting Lawrence banged up on a short week on the road at a real powerhouse home field advantage, in my humble opinion, in New Orleans. Or you're taking a Shanahan backup that has not much to write home about in his career. He's serviceable. Solid probably game schemer in practice for the opposing quarterback type deal. A little Brian Hoyer role saying that, dude, you want to back with your shackles. All right. So this Jaguars team off a great, great run in London. And not only did they pick on a younger underclassman in Atlanta on the road, they got a huge scheduling spot against the bills. The NFL script has been alive for the Jaguars the last three weeks. I mean, look at Buffalo. They put up a 48 piece on the Dolphins. They go across the pond. They think they can leave on a Friday. Van Wilder, frat boy with it and show up on Sunday against the Jags who have been adjusted to the time, adjusted to the stadium and all things England. It, it was a trap that then. then they come home. So we're looking at the Jaguars like they're untouchable, like this defense is as potent as this offense when in all actuality, it's been the Jaguars defense has been the story through six weeks. Now, in addition to Trevor Lawrence, highly questionable here, got two offensive line, two guards, left guard, right guard, questionable as well, limited in practice. They also have a corner, probably not playing. Now, you look at this Jaguars team, Zay Jones also more than likely not playing. Really hear this, okay? So this is a Jaguars team. I'm asking to tell me, because on an offensive standpoint, they rank 20th in points per play. And they're bottom third in the league in red zone touchdown efficiency as well as attempts. So they're moving the rack. They're scoring, but they're not really putting it home. This is not a powerhouse offense. We saw the Jags offense carry the defense last year. You look at this Jags run D. Now, past D is a different story. We will will absolutely be attacking that in this breakdown. But the Jags, all that to say, you take the two Colts games away averaging 18.5 points per game. I mean, we have a real defense in New Orleans, but the other thing, and I said this really pretty spot on. When you look at these teams that are playing a little bit above their pay grade, where are they separating in key metrics, in key situations? This Jags team is second in the league as we speak in turnover differential. They're plus seven. I spoke on this exact same element in the Lions-Bucks game. Because the Lions take good care of the ball. So did the Bucks. I said, what's going to happen with Baker coming back from the Red River rivalry, not dialed in, gets banged up, throws a pick, and then all things go their separate ways. I'm just telling you right now, this Jaguars team, when you look at their losses, when you look at their wins, there's big discrepancy, and the turnovers are right there. I mean, the Jaguars have 15 takeaways in six weeks. That's insanity. Now, eight interceptions is fine. That's impressive. It's not out of the water. Dion primetime picking you in ATL impressive. They have seven fumble recoveries. You have seven fumble recoveries in six games. Some of that is dumb luck. All right. But this team also has eight giveaways. They don't really take excellent care of the football sun up to sun down. Now, this Saints team's also plus in the turnover differential standpoint. I would like to think they're well-coached. Some people don't think they are. I actually do believe this is a real Saints company culture. They got dogs on all three phases of this Cam Jordan, DeMario Davis defense, Marshawn Lattimore. Just put some respect on a top five cover corner in this league going on several years. But this to me, from a key keys to the game standpoint, first one is we're selling the Jaguars high from a betting perspective. I'm telling you right now, the public's going to be on the Jaguars. Could not look better. Could not get any more possible better breaks. Scheduling as well. I mean, really the last three weeks, they've been dominating because of the timing. And a lot of this embedding is timing of your purchases. So I'm looking at turnovers and I'm looking at this Jags team a little bit through the weeds and kind of telling you I don't fully believe this team to be the number that they are wins and losses. I do have them win in the South. All that to say, the Saints are winning this game on the defensive side. All right. Stopping what the Jaguars do best. Travis Etienne, got to be honest, bringing more than I thought he would off an injury rookie year. He looks phenomenal. Five rushing putties this year. That matches his entire NFL first season. Now, looking at his numbers, Jaguars' multiple touchdowns in consecutive games, which is where we're at right now, doesn't happen very often. Hasn't happened since. Maurice Jones drew in 09 ETN sixth in the league in rushing, uh, after 55 on 18 last week. So not a great ground game last week, still sitting there top six in the league, but let me really set the room here. Let me really tell you how special the saints D is. You got three teams in this league, three that are top in points against Yards given up, passing yards given up, and rushing yards given up. It's obviously Jimmy Schwartz's Cleveland Browns. It is Johnny Harbaugh's Baltimore Ravens, and it is Dennis Allen's New Orleans Saints. I'm telling you right now, this team is top 10 in passing, rushing, overall yards at 16, And, oh, excuse me, overall points was 16 and overall yards. There is no cracks in this armor. There is no, to me, there's no weak spot, any layer on this team, defensively speaking. Now, the other thought here is there's a recipe out there. Now, as a bachelor who can cook like three meals total, I'm always looking for recipes. How can I find a recipe to dice up this chicken, this ground beef, and go from B- minus to B+. plus. There's already a recipe out there for this New Orleans Saints team. And you can really pick two games. Because the Jags against the Chiefs, similar stylistically to what we're going to see Thursday night. Now, obviously, I'm not saying Saints offense is the same as the Chiefs offense. I'm saying the defensive side of the football and how the Chiefs won that game. Not scoring a lot of points, which again, the Saints aren't going to sit here and, and win a shootout. They're going to win this game in a chess match defensively doing the fundamental things. All that to say, you look at that Texans game against the Jags, and I'm not always about this, but Texans Saints last week was far more competitive than Texans Jags. Let's not forget that was 17-0 at your Broadway intermission. Grab the popcorn. They cooked them. They cooked them. What was the recipe? The recipe was CJ Stroud. No turnovers. The recipe was a balanced, running, Damian Pierce, passing attack. And can you turn the Jags over once, maybe twice, keep them humble on third down, which the Texans did five for 13. Now, you also look at that Chiefs game. The Jaguars are going to do in this game Thursday night what they also did in the Chiefs game, which they're going to move the ball. Dougie Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, if he plays, they're going to move the ball. But remind yourself, they had nine points. Nine points against the Chiefs team. Okay, they had seven drives go across midfield. Seven. They got nine points. Take the Colts games away. Take the situational scheduling away. We are sorely, very much so. I'm telling you in my gambling gut. Overvaluing this Jaguars team. I'm not saying they're not playoff bound. I'm not saying they're going to win the South. I'm saying that in this spot, short week off of everything you could ask for favorably in the last three weeks, it all ends right now. Now, can the Saints manage the game on offense? This is a three phase game. Derek Carr, he's looked sort of Josh Allen in wins and losses. Again, much lower numbers. What I'm saying is, can he take care of the Rock? You look at some of these games, he won, managed the game well. Now, turnovers are going to happen with a gunslinger like him. But you look at before last week, and he went three games with no interceptions. That's what Derek's going to need to do in this game. Now, Jamal Williams goes out early, Kamara with the three-game suspension. They haven't really been able to run the ball to help him set up the pass very often. Kamara's been getting looks and volume the last two weeks. Hasn't necessarily been putting up the numbers, but they have been moving the ball. I mean, a Texans defense that was pretty solid on the tops of the league on overall yards against, they put up 430 yards against the Texans. They outgained him. Derek Carr off the highest volume of his Saints career, 353. In fact, he hasn't thrown for that many yards since 373 against the Cowboys week 12, 2021. Maybe we turned a little bit of a a corner here again. First time, creature of habit, Derek Carr, who's had had to change from an Oakland A's infield to Vegas. You know, give him a little bit. Give him a month, month and some change. A three and three club could be a lot worse. Could be a lot worse with a little bit of trials and trips on offense and a little bit of injuries with that Camaro suspension. But I also like that he spread the rock around against the Texans. Not one, not two, three gentlemen, Olave, Taysom Hill, and Kamara, seven receptions each, seven dudes caught a pass. So although he's not really favoring one guy, Olave, I got some props I'll I'll spit out that I like, but he's, he's dishing the ball like a veteran point guard does, getting everyone involved like a veteran point guard does, and for the most part, handling his side with obviously room for improvement. This game, again, it's going to come down in a gross, short week to defense, to bending but not breaking, and and the little things. I I hate to sound repetitive on, on certain breakdown of games, but there's no other way for this Saints team to beat the Jaguars. They got to be opportunistic on defense. They got to have a balanced, healthy attack, a run, pass, pass, run. Derek Carr has to go out and win this game because this Jags run D has been top seven all year. It's the second-worst pass D next to the Chargers in the entire league. They're a cup of coffee below giving up 300 yards on D passing-wise every week. So there is leakage on the Jags, D. There is reason to believe, you know, against the spread, Saints haven't been a good cover, cover one time. Jags are a great cover. This is that perfect public perception spot. I'm telling you, I'm on fire right now. I'm on to something. So let's talk props. Kamara's been getting crazy looks targets wise since he's been back two of the last three weeks and the Jags are giving up eight targets per action network, to running backs per game, seven catches last week, seven for 36. The dudes had 20 receptions total, 20 and just taken two of the last three weeks. He's going to get the looks. He's sitting on DraftKings at over 20, 29 and a half. You already heard me talk about this bottom two pasty. I'm stacking this same game parlay based off how I think the theme of the game is going to go. On that notion, Olave over 61 and a half. Listen to the number one wide receivers in the last two weeks against this Jags secondary. Pittman, who's not necessarily cooking, with a backup quarterback. In fantasy, nine receptions over 100 yards. How about digs across the pond against this Jags deep? eight receptions for 121. Janu Smith went for 90 plus and then a month ago Tank Dell I did tell you on fantasy pros to pick him up that exact week over 145 yards with a 68 yard to the crib tuddy Olave has gone over this number, 61.5, for the last six weeks. This is the number one wide receiver. You look at what Pittman and Diggs have done. You look at what they've just given up. They are susceptible to giving up serious pass numbers. We just have to take over 61.5. And on that same thought, I will take Michael Thomas. I was flirting with Shaheed. Michael Thomas. Shaheed is going to catch a ball or three. One of them's going to go for over 30 yards. That's how he's going to get to his prop number over. Michael Thomas is way more consistent. He is the possession receiver. He is a veteran Anquan Bolden sort of presence on this team with not the same playmaking ability, but you look at his numbers here, 50 plus and four, 50 plus or more in five of the last six. Off his lowest game last week, but I'm loving the targets as well. He has not gotten less than six looks a week, eight targets twice, nine targets twice. I mean, seven receptions, six receptions, five receptions twice, four receptions twice. So going over 50 plus in five of the last six off the lowest output game with the bottom two D 52 and a half, I'm putting it in and I'm playing it solo and then to wrap it up on props. And I know I'm not on any Jags props. I think ETN has a humble game. I think Lawrence gets picked. Not sure where I'm at with a very good secondary and, and trying to feel like, is it Ridley? Is it Ingram? Is it Kirk? Now, if Zay Jones is out, could be some value there with obviously numbers to still go around. You play that law of percentages and process of elimination, but I'm staying on the same side and I'm wrapping it with Derek Carr over 239 and a half. All right, two 300 yard games. He's at home. I, again, I keep repeating it, but this is not a good pass defense. And this is a dude who's got 35 games in his career over 300 passing yards. I think it is a great spot off a loss to buy low against a team that you can make a case just could come in a little lethargic and a little tired. I absolutely love the Saints. I think we are cashing in more ways than one in this in this week on this Thursday night. We're just selling high, buying low, backing on a short week primetime night a team that had a streak of 20 points or less defensively going on historically. It's just a well-coached defensive side of the ball. Two guards, a quarterback, and a wide receiver banged up on the other side. Pick'em game. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the Saints are winning. Appreciate you. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review. Goes a long way. Moneyline Monaco. 10-2 and two, off a of Chargers fade on my favorite team. Millhouse dead inside. Wallet is fat. It's all business, baby. See you next episode. The volume.